Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello today. Welcome to the session of ActiWare where Jesus is the living word, the written word, the word of life, the word of truth. He is our teacher. He is the most high priest and king, and we trust him. Today's session, we're going to look at the word of God and that the bait, the bait has a hook in it. And as Jesus said, watch out that no one deceives you. So we want to honor the Lord as we begin, and we ask, Father, for the washing of your word, the pure word of God, to bring forth life abundant, to bring forth freedom. We pray wherever you're at that God will touch you with the life of the Spirit and the word of God, that the chains or shackles will be cut off in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for your mercy right now. We pray and call on the forgiveness that's in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Jesus said, my kingdom is at hand. It's near. And he declared that we should declare repentance. That's change of mind, change of understanding. That's revelation to the truth turning from the lie, turning from the darkness to the truth, and forgiveness in his name. So the good news will be that if you've been hooked and Satan has tricked you into taking the bait of deception and the lies of this world, that Jesus is there to turn you loose, to set you free from all that he would try to do like to look at the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 5 through 9. Jesus said to them, watch out that no one deceive you. Many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars, rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to local councils and flogged in synagogues on account of me. You will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. But he says, the gospel, in verse 10, the gospel must first be preached to all nations. So we uh, are here to just share the gospel, the good news of Jesus, that there is uh, life and hope through Christ Jesus, the King of glory. As we look at uh, the bait has a hook in it, why is there a need for bait on a hook? 
Uh, I lived on a lake for some years, and uh, if you feast with a bare hook, you weren't going to catch much. But the bait is there to attract, to entice uh, the fish or whatever the bait is trying to attract to take hold, to swallow it. There's the expression, uh, swallow hook, line, and sinker. That can be what happens when you just take a whole gulp at what the enemy has put out there. You know, they might, uh, the government might say, uh, we have free phones for everybody who'll come and sign up and uh, be willing to um, lay down a, a possession you have or something that they want to uh, take away from you. There's always enticements or baits in the world to try to draw us away to something that will not provide what we need. Um, Jesus wants us to know that uh, the truth will set us free. There is freedom from the baits. Uh, my brother uh, Chris is with us tonight, and uh, I'd like to have him share for a few minutes just uh, how Satan has used different baits in his life to try to hook and and drag him away to a place he didn't really want to go. Once the hook is set, it's hard to get free from it. And so, uh, Chris, if you have any thoughts you want to share there, and then uh, we'll have you share that scripture from uh, Timothy after you can. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I uh, I got a few hooks in me uh, for sure. It all starts off, it seems, you know, real, real subtly. And um, early on, uh, you know, teenage years, you see people uh drinking alcohol or uh, a lot of peer pressure a lot of teenagers want to uh experiment things of that nature and what's hiding inside of the the beer or the wine is the actual alcohol so the the bait is the the beer the wine not even realizing that hidden underneath that beer and that wine or that hard liquor is a, a hook called addiction and uh mm-hmm. That uh, that hook was in me big time. It starts with just a little bit of alcohol and then leads on into uh, other recreational drugs, marijuana, things of that nature, and uh, just gets gets harder from there. Cocaine, methamphetamine, pills. Uh, there's uh, so many different things that uh, I tried to to fill that void to get off of that hook uh, that I was on and. Um, once I was hooked, though, I was hooked so bad uh, that I that I couldn't get off of it. Uh, I tried uh, everything in my own power. I tried AA. I tried NA. I tried uh, rehabs. I tried um, support groups. I tried every single thing you could possibly try, and uh, nothing ever seemed to work. And it wasn't until Jesus came along and. Uh, remove the hook he's the only one who could release me from that snare from that hook and um it all started off so subtly so many years ago uh uh, many many years ago and it just leads uh there's just there's just different hooks on every corner uh might be in the form of of a liquor store 
that has a bunch of neon signs out front displaying all the different brands, all the different types of bait. Uh, it'd be at your convenience store that has all the different brands of all the different types of cigarettes. The, it's not the cigarettes that you're addicted to. That's the bait. It's the nicotine Amen. is the hook on the inside. And so it's they're on every corner, every single corner in every single city. And uh, it wasn't until I was Jesus removed the hook that I could realize that I was uh, I was in bad shape. So, um, but uh, He is faithful. Amen. There's, he is true. Uh, such uh, hope when you understand that God is kind, that the Lord is kind. It's His kindness that mm-hmm. comes after us, that seeks after us, to help us receive freedom, deliverance, you know, once a hook is set, it has a barb, and so it's not easily removed, and when those things, uh, you know, they can offer uh, free samples of drugs or hallucinants and say, yeah, come on, come on, just have a little bit here, but once you've taken that intake in, it begins to start to have a hook on your body and your life and your choices. Your soul, yeah. And your soul begins to be snagged down, be held down, and, and that hook is attached to a line that's going to try to take you to the pit of hell, to the very depths of death, because the enemy of our soul is Satan, and he is uh, one who lies, cheats, steals, kills, and destroys. That's who he is, and he desires to snare you wherever you're at, and if you've been snared by the evil of this world, by the lust of the eyes or the lust of the world, the flesh or the pride of life, the hope that we have to be released from those strongholds, from that snag in you is through faith in the Son of God, Jesus, the resurrected Christ. He came and fulfilled all righteousness for us, overcame the power of sin and darkness, went to the grave, ascended into hell, overcame the powers of darkness, took back the keys of death and hell, as it seated at the right, was seen by over 500 witnesses on the earth, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of the Father, calling us to walk forth in his kingdom as sons and daughters for his return to set up a kingdom, a righteous kingdom. So, Chris, if you go ahead and share that scripture from Timothy, if you'll tell them what it is, we'll look at that. Then sure. we'll go to Psalms 49. Uh, absolutely. Second, Second Timothy, <laughs> um, uh, chapter 2, starting at verse 11. It says, This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure... We shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Remember them of these things, charging them before the Lord, not to strive about words to no profit to the ruin of the hearers. Be be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
but shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. And their message will spread like cancer. Who who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past, and they overthrew the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Thank you, brother. You're making comments on that, especially <clears throat> dying. Yeah, uh, you know, that was one of the biggest, biggest uh, lies that that I I was I was stuck in. Um, that uh, when you die, um, that that was the end of that, and that you actually uh, didn't continue on. And uh, the second or third time that I'd overdosed, I actually had an out of body experience, and I actually, quote unquote died or left my body and in fact I wasn't dead I was very much alive and uh, when I came out of my body and realized that uh, I was no longer inside of my body that's when the Holy Spirit spoke to me and uh, explained to me how very much alive I still was and it was uh, one of the most hopeless helpless feelings at that moment because I wasn't I wasn't close to the Lord at all at the time but uh one of the, the biggest lie that the enemy has us uh, trapped in on this hook, on this fishing line he's got us hooked to, is death. Death is a lie. It's not even real. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And uh, the fact that Jesus is the author of faith and the author of life, he's the source of all faith and life, each <clears throat> of us have been given a measure of faith. I'm going to ask Holy Spirit that you would stir up any who are listening to activate their faith to trust Jesus, that the death hold that sin has on their life, that they will release that to Jesus and receive the life of God, that you would release that death grip of sin from you. Say, Lord, take my sin from me. Forgive me. Yes, Lord. And make me new. Cleanse me all death and sin that I may walk in the light and the love and in the peace of God, that I may have freedom from the snares, from the hooks of the death and sin of the world. There's the sin in the name of Jesus, be set free. There's a sin that causes us to lust after the world. It doesn't say love after the world. It says lust. In other words, it sits at attraction. It becomes overpowering. Nothing else makes sense. Lust of the eyes is I want more. I see. I, I want. I want. I want. The new car. The latest style of clothing that the features of somebody else. <laughs> you know, people try to imitate, imitate and look like other so-called famous people. There's such a lust in the world for the things of the world. And then there's the pride of life where we begin to trust in ourselves. And so Proverbs 49, verse 5, oops, sorry, <laughs> Psalms 49. Thanks, Chris, for helping me there. 
There is no Proverbs 49. <laughs> Praise God. Praise so let's see. Jesus. Why should I fear when evil days come, when wicked deceivers surround me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches? No man can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for him. The ransom for life is costly. No payment is ever enough that you should live on forever and not see decay. For all can see that wise men die, the foolish and senseless alike perish and leave their wealth to others. Their tombs will remain their homes forever, their dwelling for endless generation, generations, though they had named lands after them. But despite their riches, does not endure. He is like the beast that perish. In other words, once a person has given their self over, stopped the fame of the world and the riches of the world and has no regard for the love and the truth and the life of God, they are given over as beasts that perish. He says this, verse 13, this is the fate of those who trust in themselves. Hmm and of their followers who approve their sayings. Hmm. That's the fate. <clears throat> so in verse 20, I'm going to back up to verse 16. Then do not be overawed when a man grows rich, when the splendor of his house increases, for he will take nothing with him when he dies. His splendor will not descend with him. In other words, when you begin to seek after riches, you lose the ability to have wisdom and understanding. If riches becomes your first lust, the first thing you go after, you are unable to be set free from that lust, that drive. It's never enough. Jesus said, what profit a man if he gained the whole world? and lose his soul. Lord, in verse 18, says, that while he lived, he counted himself less, and men praise you when you prosper. He will join the generation of his fathers who will never see the light of life. Man who has riches without understanding is like the beast that perishes. Not good news to have riches without understanding. Chris, you want to comment there? Yeah, when I was uh, early on in a couple different businesses, I'd be started a a partnership with another guy. Um, Ended up being very, very successful. The second year in business, depositing almost $900,000 in the bank, and I had no uh, wisdom, uh, knowledge of, of, of anything other than to just spend it frivolously, had no divine wisdom, knowledge, or understanding by of God of <clears throat> what is to do with and steward the money that he'd asked me. And so um, being in that situation, making all that kind of money, it was absolutely, literally insane uh, at the time. Um, and, and that's what it's talking about here in Psalm 49, to have riches without understanding is um, it's absolutely... Do you want to comment about, comment about uh, 
the hook of gambling. Oh yeah, yeah. Gambling for riches. Gambling's got a big hook. Uh, it's got a, definitely a big hook. It's pretty interesting how all the casinos are set up, especially in Las Vegas. There's no, there's no uh, windows. There's no clocks, and uh, it's free alcohol as long as you're gambling. And um, so with all the all that, the stage is set for complete and total destruction. Um, and uh, the gambling addiction um, is one of those things that um, even after you do win uh, substantial amounts of money, which I had a couple different opportunities where I did, it's interesting how quickly all that all that money ends up back in the hands of those that provided. It's pretty interesting how it's all. You didn't value the money anymore, did you? No, no. You just threw it wherever, at, at whatever. It's, it's threw it wherever, whatever, whoever, however. Yep, yep. And it was, uh, it was literally uh, insanity. And so it came easy, supposedly. Uh huh. Yep. Without a string, without an attachment, but and it left just as quickly. It left just just as quickly. quickly and it showed up. Were, it quickly just left, even probably faster than it than it showed up. So. And you were hooked. Oh man, yeah. You were hooked in poverty. Oh, and then, <laughs> then I got a, then I got a big hook of poverty stuck in me. Ended up, yeah, yeah, homeless, uh, living under a bridge out in the woods, uh, behind a dumpster. Yeah, it was. It's pretty interesting how how fast those riches uh, got me to poverty. It wasn't that easy to get out of it, getting hooked. No, no, no. You know, God had mercy on you. Were there and the situations, and so how did things begin to change for you and experience that? I just remember being underneath that bridge and just just saying a, a just a, a small prayer, you know. Uh, God, if you're real, uh, if you reveal yourself to me and, and help me out of this situation, uh, that I would learn to to love this this Jesus that everyone keeps telling me about. And I uh, often wondered, you know, uh, all these different people walking around on the streets, you know, talking about this, this fellow named Jesus. And it wasn't until I called on his name that things began to change. Okay. You were ready to have a, a meeting, to come to Jesus. Uh, come to, to Jesus. Jesus yeah. In other words, wake up from, yeah. the, from the hooks and all the lies and yeah. say, I need help. I need help where I'm at. Oh, God, yeah. Right there where you're at to give you help as you call on him. There's even a verse for that. In, in James chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Haven't I chosen the poor? of this world to yeah. be rich in their faith. And uh, little did I know how close I was to Jesus in that moment. And that's the the spiritual poverty along with the, you know, the, Amen. the natural poverty as well. But the spiritual poverty was what he was really, really trying to get to. So, Well, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. All right. And... Uh, and I'll begin with verse 18 because the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. You know, the riches without understanding are like the beast who perish. But in First Corinthians, he tells us the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. Mm. 
For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligent of the intelligent I will frustrate. You're going to see a lot of that happening in this world today. Absolutely. Those who have thought they had been wise and had the world by the tail are about to get uh, wake up. destroyed, yeah. perish. So in verse 20, he says, where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? I know, take a moment, just think about it, see what's going on throughout the world. It's been made foolish. Yes. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. So what is belief? God's asking you and me to trust in a God who loves us, who has a plan and a purpose, a heavenly kingdom for us. He said, Jesus taught to pray, Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, Father. Your, <laughs> excuse me, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now give us today the daily bread, the substance we need, the living word, the life of God. And forgive us, forgive us as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us, Father, not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. This is the hope we have in Christ that we can be restored to the relationship and the family of God. We're not talking about a spiritual uh, action and attitude that is religious, but we're talking about the spirit of life and freedom in God to overcome, to walk through this world, which has fallen from the love and the truth of God, and be a light. We're called to be a light and to be salt, to expose and to reveal and to season what's going on in the world. Seasoning salt makes a change. It preserves, it brings a taste back into what was lost. Light shows up the darkness. If you're willing to have the light come into your life, it's going to show up the sin and the evil in you. But you can trust the loving God. Jesus came that we should have life and we should have it to the fullest. Satan is about to steal, kill, and destroy. So you've got two choices. To believe Jesus came and became a son, a human being, God in the flesh, Fulfilled all righteousness, overcame sin by fulfilling the law without spot or blemish, going to the cross, giving his life there, laying down his life for us, for any who will believe. If you believe he is the Son of God, he came in the flesh, and you call upon him, He will make himself real to you. He will show himself to you. And if you pick up the word of God by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, 
to invite the Holy Spirit to counsel you with the Word of God, you will grow in the grace and knowledge of God, and you will find life and life more abundantly. There's freedom in the Word. There's wisdom in the Word. And the Word of God will wash you. It will cleanse you. It will feed you. It will nourish you. And it will give you power to walk through this world with victory over sin and darkness. There is a Word of God that endures forever. Man is like the grass, and all his glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of God endures forever. In other words, God's word is true. It's everlasting. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He overcame sin and death. He said in verse 4 in chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians, Well, I'm going to back up to verse 3. Grace and peace be to you. God's will is for grace and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. If you think God's out there to punish you and to beat you up and to abuse you and to put you down, you are deceived. You've been hooked with a lie from the pit of hell. He said, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, in the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank God for you because of his grace given to you in Christ Jesus. We don't deserve the freedom, the health, the healing, the mercy of God we have received by the grace of God. And we're declaring the goodness of the kingdom of God that if you will trust him, if you will believe upon him and take him and invite him into your life to be your Savior and Lord, You will walk in the freedom, and you will have power to overcome. We're not telling you that there's not going to be things to overcome, but you will have power through him to persevere and to see life and hope and joy and peace and righteousness that is right standing with God and with man. So he said, For in him you've been enriched in every way in all your speaking and all your knowledge because their testimony, thats we're just sharing the testimony about Christ. And we're praying that it's confirmed in you as you hear the word. Therefore, do not lack any spiritual gifts as you wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God who has called you to fellowship right now as you hear this message. And if you're not in fellowship with God, he's crying. He's calling out from the throne of heaven for you to receive, Yes. to call on him yes. and to fellowship. Jesus, Messiah, Lord is faithful. Trust him. Trust him. Yes. Brother, you want to pick up at that point? What you're reading reminded me of Psalm chapter 19, verses uh, 7 through 11. It says, For the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. 
The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Thank you, Lord. More to be desired than gold. Yes, and even much fine gold. Yes. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Thank you, Lord. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. And so I'm thankful because those verses right there are exactly uh, what the Lord was, was showing me just a second ago along with. We go back to those same verses from a couple weeks ago, Roy. Is, uh, okay. uh, now, godliness with contentment is great gain. Yes, Lord. And you just said this a little bit ago in that Corinthians verse was, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. And when we were praying earlier, there was a couple people that okay. the Lord had, had, had brought to mind. And uh, there is somebody listening right now uh, in New York that um, you, you're, you're, there's a child getting ready to come into this world. And, and you're very, very nervous and you're scared about um, how you're going to provide for this child. I'm just going to speak it out in faith. I think your name's Thomas. And Thomas, what the Lord wants you to know right now, um, there's also, there's something going on with the child that that um, that somebody's been told, I don't know, the mother's been told something's going on with the child, and the Lord wants to show you and prove to his, his love to you that he's going to heal this baby. He's going to heal this baby in the womb, and that he's going to provide for you every single thing that you need for your child and for your life. And other people that are listening tonight too that um have had covid at least two or three times there's somebody that i see has had covid at least twice or three times and that you're really really struggling um and everything you've gotten behind in every single little thing and but you're but you're having a lot of troubles breathing in the name of jesus yes and by the, the power of the holy spirit above every name jesus thank you the name that is above all names we just ask father i just ask that you touch yeah, thomas know. that you touch his family right now yes. that you heal this baby right yes. now just like yes. you just like you talked about just like you yes. showed me lord and that father that you touch every single listener who has a uh, breathing problems affected by this COVID, the Holy Spirit invites you in to their lungs, spirit, soul, and body, heart, mind, and will. And I ask, Father, that you restore every single bit of their bronchial tubes, every single place in their lungs. That where the lifeblood of Jesus damage the Holy Father, that you uncreate all of that damage that the enemy meant for evil, and that you. Now create everything afresh, everything new, back into their lungs so that they can breathe it. Let them feel, you Holy Spirit, the the holy fire within your lungs. Let them feel the warmth of your fire, Lord, in Jesus' name. Uh, There's, uh, when you hear this message, if somebody, your name's Jack, God wants you to be awake. He said, you've been sleeping and not understanding the goodness of God, and he's declaring the light of his presence to wake you up right now, that you need to uh, have uh, an encounter. You need to have a witness. And so the Lord is declaring his witness to you now that I love you. I have good plans for you. 
desire to prosper you, give you a hope and a future that you may walk in the fullness of what I desire. I declare freedom over you to receive the shackles and the snares that have held you back. I ask for you to turn to Jesus, uh, to turn to him from your way, turn to the love, turn to the light, and receive receive forgiveness now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Everyone that heard has taken the bait and been hooked with sin, the lies of sin. Yes. We call out for your mercy, Jesus, to touch them, help them, deliver them from this hook, this hook that the enemy has put in their life to lead them to the pit of death and give them freedom, Father, through the blood of Christ Jesus, who shed his life blood. It bears witness at the mercy seat right now on the throne of grace, and we call for mercy over any that hear, any that will call on the name of the Lord to receive him now, to be delivered now in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we, uh, you showed me earlier the principality of suicide that's over New York, that's over the state of New York right now in the name of Jesus. We call you, we say, come down right now in Jesus' name. Bow before the name of Jesus. To the feet of Jesus. The name of Jesus above every name. We declare principalities and powers, the angels on assignment from the Lord of hosts go forth. Declare the heavens, clear the atmosphere over New York and clean out the spirit of death off the city of New York, bring in the love and the kindness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bring in the mercy to know that there is a way, a way into freedom, a way into true life. And it's an everlasting life that the Jesus, the Son of God, he will be your brother, he will keep you, he will be your Lord and Savior, he will deliver you, he will be the Most High Priest who intercedes for you, he will be the King of glory who brings you into his kingdom and gives you a seat at his table, his table, the table of the Lord. Yes, Lord. And in the Psalms 23rd, the word says, even though you walk through the valley of shadow and death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The table of the Lord is before you in the very presence of your enemies to receive healing, to receive forgiveness, to receive joy, peace, love, truth, mercy, faithfulness. Everything that is needed is provided. And he says he will anoint your head with oil if you partake of him, and that your cup will overflow. Surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life, and you will rejoice in him always. Yes, Lord. We declare this blessing of the word. The Lord watches over his word. We can't perform his word. He watches over his word. His ways are higher than our ways. His ways are greater in our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts so that you can receive by the love and the mercy of Christ yes, Jesus. Let the Lord remove the hook. Yes, be healed, be set free from the power of sin. Do not be deceived. Jesus says, do not be deceived. Watch, look, pray, call on the name of Jesus. Take up the word of God. It will bring light. It will bring truth. 
It will bring fulfillment. It will bring wholeness into you, into your situation. We praise God and we give him all the glory. Chris, if you have anything else, then I'll close with that from Zephaniah. Absolutely, yeah. So there's some people that are listening to this that are going to listen to this that there's a a major spirit of depression, too, that's over you that the Lord is breaking right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, we agree. That personally, personal testimony that I was so depressed and so suicidal that I, I didn't think I'd literally ever, ever talk to anyone ever again. And in fact, Jesus had another plan. And his name is the most powerful name. Amen. And Amen. that power has been broken over your life. In the name, the name of, of Jesus. Jesus and by his blood. The Lord and, of glory, uh, the Lord of righteousness. Jesus just wants you to know that he loves you, that he's with you. And he's never going to leave you or forsake you. No matter what you've ever said or done, Thank he you loves God. you. And, and he just wants you to know that. Thank you, Lord. God is good all the time. His love is everlasting. He'll never leave you, forsake you. In Zephaniah chapter 3, there's only three chapters. It's a book in the Old Testament, the prophets of Zephaniah. He says in verse 17, chapter 3, The Lord your God is with you. He's mighty to save. Mm-hmm. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. That's the Lord our God. Thank you. Yes. The sorrows... An appointed feast he will remove. They are a burden and a reproach to you. The time he will deal with all who oppress you. He will rescue the lame. He will gather those who have been scattered. I will give them praise and honor in every land where they were put to shame. Time I will gather you. At that time I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth. Then I will restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. The Lord is about to deliver the world from the world order of the lust of the flesh and lust of the eyes and the pride of life. God is showing himself mighty. If you will uh, be awakened, if you will look to him and receive, as many as receive him could be gave power to become children born of God, born from above. We pray the Lord's blessing on you. The Lord bless you. The yes. Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you yes. and give you great peace. Shalom. In the mighty name of Jesus, we commit all of this to you, Lord. We acknowledge it's it not by might nor power, but by your spirit. Yes, Lord. We thank you for your mercy now. Praise you, Jesus. God bless you. Till next time. Seek the Lord always and rejoice. And again, we say rejoice. Rejoice. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.